it's up there with really the best parts of my life. It really is. In fact, it's probably one of the best things I've ever done. Wow. Hi, I'm Anna Liptak and I've been a fitness trainer now for over 15 years. Over this time, I've been privy to witness so many ordinary people achieve so many wonderful things. Through this podcast and the documentary I co-produced, I'm Not a Runner, I want to share these stories to show everyone that anything is possible if you have the belief and the motivation. Jane Dinning is the next guest we have on the Anna Liptak Show and through this podcast, Jane will share with us some of the proudest personal moments in her life. Jane will show how anything is possible for anyone. So welcome to the show, Jane. Thanks for coming in today Thank you for to having talk me. to us and share your story. So really the show is about ordinary people, mm -hmm. I'm not saying you're ordinary by any stretch of the imagination, doing extraordinary things. And I've been fortunate enough to train you now for how many years? Wow, I think it's probably about eight years. Eight years. Yeah. So thank you for your loyalty it's and your belief in me. Mm. Really want to talk about you and okay. who you are. So firstly, who are you, Jane? 57. I'm a mum and a nanny. Uh, just recently had two more beautiful little babies, little twin boys, who are just the funniest little guys. They're growing up so quickly. I know, my <laughs> darlings. And uh, I've got a lovely husband. Uh, I did retire for a while, um, but I'm now back working part-time at a doctor's surgery because I just love it. I Great. love the people. Hmm. Great. And so exercise and fitness, what, what does this mean to you in your life? At the moment, well, I've always actually, I've always been a walker. Mm -hmm. You know, earliest memories are of um, my mum dragging me around the oval, oh. walking the dogs when I was you know, a little toddler and yelling out to her, wait for me. So walking's always been a part of my life. Um, and then probably when I was in my 20, 30, 20s and 30s, got into the whole aerobics thing. Oh, yes. I was pretty obsessed by that. With the, uh, With the leotards. The leotards. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go the headband, but I had the leotards yeah. oh, and yeah, the, the tights and all yeah, of that. beautiful. And then that sort of fizzled out, you know, when uh, my daughter was a bit older and I just really went back to walking. Yeah. Just walk. I love walking. Yeah. Beautiful. So that was mainly my exercise prior to coming to her time. And so why did you come, why did you seek out group outdoor exercise? I think I was getting to the stage, I was probably mid-40s, I would say, and I needed to be pushed. I needed to have a group to go with. Mm -hmm. um, and I was just reaching that sort of middle age spread and thought I've got to do something. And I didn't ever dream that it would turn into... Eight years. Yeah, and what it did and, and how it panned out and the friendships I've made and the, the things I've achieved. Tell me about and that. Tell me, tell me about the things you've done and things you've achieved. The things I've achieved, I suppose the, well, one of the biggest ones was running um, the Paris Marathon. Didn't ever think I could do that. And so uh, just take me back to then, if you didn't ever think you could do that. And I remember, you know, back then there was a whole group of you that yes. hated running and, you know, every mm. time I said we had to run around 100 metres, you'd all roll Ugh. your eyes at me. <laughs> and then it changed, something changed. I think, I think what really changed was that the running with the training, it didn't override the training. It sort of somehow was just slipped Snuck in there. In. It just sort of snuck Snuck in, in there. <laughs> just a little And run. before we knew it, we were doing, you know, 1K runs and things like that. Um, but the, the whole marathon came around at a Christmas show 
Uh, with a yes. group of women that were having a couple of champers. champagnes. Yes. Yeah, good old champagne. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember someone throwing the idea around about running a marathon, and I thought, oh, I could probably do that. That's not too hard. Little did I know. <laughs> and uh, in the light of day, we all kept that commitment up. I do remember that, yes. actually, Jane. It was a fabulous night. Yes. Yeah, yeah it was really good. <laughs> um, oh, well, that's fantastic. So tell me about the training. Tell me what happened from there. Okay. So once we sort of made the commitment to do it, I actually had a foot operation. So that set me back a little bit. What happened to your foot? I had a, what they call a Morton's neuroma. Yeah. So that was just incredibly painful and you can't, you just can't walk on it. It's like a knife going up into your feet. So this is when you decided you were doing it? You yeah. You had this? Yeah. So you thought. So that was about 12 months out. Mm -hmm. So I had that operated on. It's not a big, you know, it's only a minor operation really, but you're out for six weeks or something. Yeah. Um, and then after that, we, we took it pretty slowly, just a, a group of about, oh gosh, eight of us maybe. We'd do a couple of runs a week, not particularly long. I don't think that we got really serious about it until Christmas. And the marathon was in April. Okay, yep, so four months out. Yep. Yeah, so Christmas sort of came along and we said, right, that's it, after Christmas. And then, oh, gosh, there's New Year's. Okay, <laughs> that's it, after New Year's. So after New Year's, we really, really got quite serious about it. And did you enjoy the training process? I loved it. Yeah, tell me why I you loved, loved it. it. I loved it because... Maybe a slight love-hate, but I loved it because we, I did it as a group. You know, with the other girls, we'd get up really early every weekend. We'd do one short run during the week and then on the weekend we'd get up at 4.30 or 5 o'clock or whatever and do a longer run. And the conversations on those runs were hilarious. We are uh, so many funny, inappropriate. <laughs> you learn a lot about someone, yeah, don't and you? and before you know it, you're just running along. And, oh, this is finished. And I think I'm one of those lucky ones, or maybe a lot of people do, that I could run 2Ks or 40Ks and the endorphins just kick in for me. After 2Ks too. After 2Ks, I'm just on top of the world. Yeah. Mm. So, so it wasn't too torturous at all because you're with a group. Yeah. You're having fun. Yeah. And you, are, you feel proud of yourself when it's done. You feel really proud of yourself at the end of one of those long runs, don't oh, you? Oh, do you ever. Because you achieved something that you haven't achieved probably before absolutely and you're getting to share it with somebody else yeah aren't yeah. you so i think those that group support can often be fantastic it's like seeing a dolphin if you see a dolphin by yourself it's not quite the same as if you share it with somebody that's right yeah yeah and and i did feel that and we were all sort of we were different i mean i was probably one of the slower ones yeah definitely one of the slower ones so we didn't all have to stick together i didn't feel that pressure that i had to keep up yeah. With the others, mm -hmm. which is really important for me because if I'd felt that pressure, I think I would have said, no, I'm, I'm out. out. And what about, so you did one long run on the weekend, you yep. did one shorter run during the week and you did two cross-training sessions? Yes. Right. Yes. So, and that's all you did the whole way along? That's all I did. Yeah. That's because often people think they have to do four or five running sessions a oh, week yeah, to get to no. a marathon. And really people who don't really consider themselves as a runner will never do four. And I have run 28 marathons mm. and to run five sessions by myself would do my head in. It's hard. You know, it's yeah. hard work. But doing it with a group and doing cross-training with a group makes it so much So much easier. easier. And the fitter you get, the easier it gets. And I also did um, 
which I loved, a lot of self-care, such as? Such as massages, mm-hmm. um, my podiatry, so I looked after my feet. I even tried hypnotherapy. Hypnotherapy? With, hypnotherapy. What was that for? It was with a sports hypnotherapist just to give me an edge, I thought. I don't think it worked. <laughs> I don't know if it worked or it didn't work. I don't think it worked. But you worked. tried it. I tried it. Yep. And it was really relaxing. Beautiful. If nothing else, it was an hour out of my day that was really relaxing. And I loved that massages, the, you know. And no one could say to you, oh, another massage, because I'd say, look, training for a marathon. You've got to do these things. <laughs> and that's the beauty things. of a marathon too is that you, uh, well, it's not just the beauty, but the thing that you have to do in a marathon is you do have to look after yourself Yeah. At, for that year. So it is about concentrating on yourself. It is. Yeah. Which we don't often get to do it as mums particularly. Rarely. Rarely. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. So it's a really nice thing to do and it's a healthy way of doing it because you actually, yeah, that sort of catapults into other areas of your life as well once you start oh, feeling it does. better. It does. And you do watch your diet a little bit more. I could have done that better. And you do watch your social life, drinking or out late or you, you're more aware of all of that, which is good. And when you say you could have done your diet better, what do you mean by that? I think I probably could have followed a better diet plan. Um, yeah, I didn't really concentrate too much on my diet. Yeah. Whereas perhaps I could have. But that obviously wasn't important to you? No. No, no it wasn't. No. No, it wasn't. I wanted the the marathon to be or the running to be part of me, not me part of it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You wanted it to fit into your life yeah, yeah, and not take it all over. That's exactly right. And you were still able to achieve it. Yeah. Which is a wonderful thing. Yeah. And I didn't want to, if I did go out with friends that weren't involved in it, become boring about it. Yes. I remember you talking about that, Mm. that you didn't want to just talk about. And how did that go? I think that actually went quite well. I, I really made a conscious effort not to bore people that weren't interested. Yes. But then in retrospect, I don't think I was. Like my husband and my family were so interested. And obviously and your friends it. were too, Jane, because you actually inspired quite a few of them to then well, go that's and do right. a uh, half marathon yeah, afterwards. we did. Yeah, three of my closest friends who didn't like running at all and whinged really the whole way through the training, they loved it. They, yeah. loved, the, they loved the marathon part of it. Yes, um, and when I say whinged, it, they did it in a very good-natured way. Yes. So do you think running a marathon has changed your life in any way? Yeah, I do. I do think it has. It's certainly um, made me realise that I can achieve things that I didn't think I could because you do have to really, you do have to sort of push yourself a lot mentally, I think, mm-hmm. as well. Absolutely. I had... Um, when I was in training, I had a couple of friends that were going through really serious health issues, and one of them sadly passed away. But one had a um, she had a double lung transplant. So while I was training, that was a big part of my psyche to think what they'd been through and how tough they were. If this is all I have to do, it's it's an easy day for me. Mm. So that was a big that was that was very. Um, sort of poignant for me while I was training. Yeah, I bet it was. Mm. And, and you also see how finite life is. Absolutely. You know, we only get yeah. these opportunities very rarely. Rarely. Where we can get a group 
like you got to be a part of a group, I got to be a part of a group. If you don't take it, it's, it's gone. gone. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, it was it was fantastic. And how how would that compare in your life? Is it something that you look back on as part of your life as a moment? Oh, absolutely. I really think it's, you know, without sounding cliched or corny, it's up there with really the best parts of my life. It really is. In fact, it's probably one of the best things I've ever done. Wow. Mm, so Yeah, it is. And why do you think it's that? Uh, a few reasons. I, like I said before, one of them that I didn't ever think I could do that. Even, you know, after a couple of champagnes, I thought it was not too hard. I soon realised that it's not as easy as what I thought. Um, and I was proud of myself for committing to it and doing it and pushing myself beyond my comfort zones because I am the sort of person that just likes to cruise along mm -hmm. and not get pushed too much. I mean, I have a wonderful life. I enjoy it. Yes. But, no, it was really great. And it set me up for doing other things too. As I said, I'd retired and then I thought, no, I, I want to go back to work. I want to go into a new career that I'd never done before. I'd always wanted to work with people in a doctor's surgery. Yep, I can do that. That's and wonderful, it. isn't it? Mm. To know that you can do things. You can do things. Yes, yeah. and it's you that really belief, can. isn't it? Believing, yeah. believing in yourself is something that we often don't have because yes. we see other people and compare ourselves to other people and mm. think they're just better than us. And we want to stay in our comfort, don't we? Like we do all the time. All the time, we're so comfortable. Mm. But once you get out of that comfort zone, like it, that's cliche to say that too. But you really do find miraculous things. You do. You do, yeah. and it just opens other doors. Whether they're huge or they're small, it opens other doors for yourself. It's really what it's all about, isn't it? Mm. Just to, and it doesn't have to be something huge. No, it doesn't. But that the marathon really was the the line for me to think, yeah, I can do that. I would like you to talk us through the marathon. Okay. Um, so tell us about the marathon itself. So it was in Paris. It was in Paris, and uh, we were lucky enough. So there were four of us there were more in our group but there were four of us sort of traveling together and we were lucky enough to get an airbnb apartment about oh, 200 meters from the arc de triomphe where the starting line was and so we walked there the morning of the marathon it was oh, just glorious. you know <laughs> we got up and had our toast and then we we walked to the, the wow. starting line and it was a beautiful day and I can't remember, but maybe I was, I can't remember being overly anxious or nervous. And we just sort of sat around chatting. And, and one uh, girl in our group, unfortunately, she'd just had a, an operation. So she, she started the runoff with us but had to walk for a lot of it. Um, so the start, you know, when, when it was time to go, it was uh, Leanne and I. The other two sort of split up and, you know, we all did our own thing. You did, we didn't have to. It's got to be your own run. Journey, yeah. But Leanne and I really wanted to run together and it was just gorgeous. Every part of it was lovely. The weather was beautiful. It's a really lovely course. It's not too hilly, not too up and down. No, it's not, is it? But it's no. beautiful because you get to see all of You get to see all of, all of Paris, yeah. It really was lovely. And it was beautiful because there was another couple that were in Paris at the time but they weren't running the marathon 
and they were probably I don't know three or four k's from the or maybe two k's from the finish line. Weren't they fantastic? They were just brilliant. Yes. And the race for me was when I saw them. I stopped and I ran over to them and I hugged them and thanked them for being there. And it wasn't about time, you know. Oh gosh, I'm going to be three minutes longer than what I thought I was. It was that whole soaking up that whole experience. And to see them there was amazing. So that's just the power of having yeah. your support team. Yeah, and being in Paris. Oh, like when else being, do you have two yes. two people watching you? That From you Australia. Know, in Australia. Mm. And being over there with the team. Was there yeah. any, any point through that you struggled through? I don't think there was. No. And people had said, you know, you hit a wall at the... 30 came up. 30 came up. Yeah. I don't think we did. Bear in mind, we weren't crack at going at a cracking pace. No, we were doing but it that at was our just pace. beautiful, isn't it? Yep. That you got so to do we, it your yeah, way. So we, yeah, we just sort of plotted along and chatted some of the time, and then we'd have our music, and I'd think of my friends who were struggling, and Leanne had, she had a moment too, and then we'd get back together and we'd, you know, keep running, and it was just lovely. It was just fabulous, and then coming to the, um, the end, it's beautiful, re- you know, reminiscing about it. It really is. It's pretty special. Oh, it was so special. We were so, I'm going to get emotional. We were <laughs> so proud of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. That's wonderful because some people can get over a finishing line and not be proud of themselves because oh, they missed the three minutes or the two that's minutes. That's right. Which we is crazy. Care. No, you we did didn't it. We didn't care. And, you know, my dear old mum, she's in her 80s. When I finished, she's, uh, <laughs> she was going to her bridge club and telling them, you know, my daughter ran a marathon. Oh, she was so, so proud. proud. Isn't that wonderful? And my husband was so proud. And that's a nice feeling too. Yeah, that's, that's a really, really lovely beautiful, feeling. isn't it, when people are proud for you? You're doing you. it for yourself, but to get that, that support and that, yeah, it was really, really special. And that's the thing about a marathon because it's so big. Mm. that it actually you know the you know the other events are big and probably harder because you actually have to run faster yes because of the length of it that's right it's the unknown yeah so it is you know the unknown of whether you're going to make it it. you know with your foot problems and all sorts of that's right yeah so congratulations thank you it was a really special time in our lives and it was um, yeah we're so lucky to have had that and i'm so lucky to have been training you for eight years yeah oh and that you came on these beautiful trips i know that, and and that the marathon obviously led on to doing the relay in new oh, zealand and i know that was that was spectacular that was fabulous tell me about that because yeah yeah just quickly that was a a, a relay around lake taupo so a big group of us went over there my first leg was a 10k at three o'clock in the morning we did the same one remember we're on different we did. teams we're on different teams that's yep. right yep and I was running by myself through the New Zealand countryside. I was, I was kind of scared. Yes, it was dark. <laughs> it was pitch black. And it was hot. It was hot. There was no one around me. Yeah, yeah. But my adrenaline really got me going. And, and afterwards, you just feel fabulous. You feel absolutely fabulous. That was incredible too because our buses and things, like it was yes. so special. And there was 10 people in our team. Yeah. And the drivers and the, it, that was an awesome trip. And then New York just before, you know, COVID shut everything down. The half marathon. Yes, the half marathon mm. too, Jane. Yes. So that was. Tell that me was about fabulous. the half marathon. Half marathon. That was a totally different experience to the full. I didn't do anywhere near the training that I did for the full, and I should have. I kind of thought to myself, oh, "I've done. <laughs> this will be easy. <laughs> this will be easy." And look, it was fine. It was fine because I did do. You know, I did sort of still do my runs and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, totally different experience to the full. 
Yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And you went with your friends again? Went with my friends. Ones that you inspired, non-runners. Non-runners. Who loved it. Absolutely loved it. That was just fantastic. Yeah. they were When we came back to your room after, they were on such a high, weren't they? It was so wonderful. Mm. So wonderful to see people achieve yes. these wondrous things. Yeah. And people who think that they can't achieve. Mm. Okay, Jane, so give us your best tips for Ooh. someone wanting to achieve something that they don't believe they can do it. Oh, the best tips. I mean, if it's something like your marathon, you really need to surround yourself with somebody who can train you and guide you and support you, really support you. A little story, if I can, yes. is um, when I did my first 21Ks and I was coming back, I, I, we go up and back and I was at about the 19K mark and I looked up and I saw you. Now, don't get excited because I thought, oh, no. <laughs> go away. Now, now, now I'm going to have to really pick it up and I'm going to have to, and I'm tired and I'm a bit emotional. And and you just you just stood there and then you ran back with me really gently. You didn't make me go any faster. I didn't feel obliged to go any faster than I was. And you just chatted to me and that last two Ks went like that and it was just beautiful. And we took a photo at the finish and I cherish that photo I was it was such a wonderful to have that support yes when you don't think you need it yeah you do need it and that would be one of the biggest tips I would say you well personally for me I needed that support in a gentle way not a pushy way yeah and I've been so privileged I feel to be able to assist Mm. and be there and you've invited me in to be part of it so I feel just as privileged. But you're so good at it. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, you are so good at it and to believe in um, people of all shapes and sizes and fitness levels and and not be pushy, not be demanding quietly. (laughs) Quietly get you through it. Yeah, get you through it. Yeah. It's, It's really important to people I think especially when they're starting out. Yes. Not to feel overwhelmed. No, and you can't overwhelm people. You can't. Even for me, I don't want someone to overwhelm me no. and give me times or tell me I'm not good enough. That's or right. That I, you know, need to do this or that. It's like, well, that's just too much. Yep. This is who I am. Yeah. This is what I can do. That's exactly right. And it's got to fit into my lifestyle. And if I can't run, you know, such and such a time, then, well, I'll do it another time. Yeah, and that's okay. And that's okay. That's yep. absolutely fine. Yeah. In fact, it's fabulous. Yeah. Because then you can do it at your own pace and at your own your own sort of comfort level. Yeah. So I you're think, pushing yourself anyway. Yeah. So I think that is a really good point <clears throat> to find someone or who can Absolutely. mentor you along. Any <clears throat> other tips? Oh, look, I really do think probably your diet, diet particularly, is um, something that you really do need to watch. Yeah, because... What we put in our mouth is oh, what makes us yeah. feel every day. Yeah. And we, we can't deny it. You know, you, you put you something in and you, your body has to actually deal with yeah. that. So I'd know if I went for a run and I hadn't eaten properly the night before, I didn't have the energy. Yeah. I didn't have the, you know, the the vavum yep. to, to get up and up and at them. You'd sort of get out of bed and feel slightly resentful about getting out of bed. Whereas if I'd had a good sleep and, a, you know, my, my nutrition was good, it really makes a huge difference. Huge difference, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And I didn't believe it, you see. Yes. <laughs> you <laughs> so have, you have to make way. the mistakes yeah. before you believe <laughs> That's it. That's right. It's true. It is true. Yeah. 
it really is. But true. once you've done it, and then you realise the difference between yeah. the two when you're feeding yourself really well. Yes. And I think that's a really good point. Is that we are what we put in our mouth <sighs> every single day. So we and we choose. Yeah. We can actually choose what we put in our mouth. Yes, and it's not that hard. And it's nice to eat well, actually. Yes, and you feel so good. You feel really good. Yeah. So they would probably. I think. I think the support is just the main thing. Yeah, and finding good people to train mm. with as well. And then you know that you can do it. Yeah. And it's such a wonderful feeling. And you can, and you did. Can and I did. Yeah. So Will can... I do it again? Will you do it again? Uh, I always said no, <laughs> but then, you know, another Christmas show, another glass yeah, of champagne. Yeah, well, we've got Christmas coming up <laughs> soon. I might have to give you a champagne. Oh, I'd never say never, but, yeah, you don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Well, fantastic, fantastic achievement and uh, well done in believing in yourself and achieving these incredible things. And thank you for sharing it with us today. Oh, look, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And thank you to you for for giving me that opportunity. Mm. I never, you know, never thought I could do it. And I did. You did. Mm. Thanks, Thanks, Jay. Thank you. Thanks, Anna.